Hello, Profit First Nation. It's Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First. If you've been looking for a bank account to help you do Profit First right, North One has got you covered. It's the only business account with built-in tools designed in collaboration with and endorsed by me, Profit First Professionals and Profit First Nation. With North One, you can set up Profit First envelopes with a single click and leverage the North One technology to automatically facilitate your allocations with every deposit. 320,000 businesses are using North One to simplify their cash management and get back to what they love. And how cool is this? Profit First Nation listeners get a $50 bonus when they open and fund an account. Go to ProfitFirstNation.com and click on step number one to access the North One bonus link and open your North One bank account to do Profit First right. North One is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services provided by the Bank Corp Bank, member FDIC. Profit First Nation listeners get a $50 bonus when they open and fund an account. North One envelopes let you designate a portion of your balance to view on the mobile app or website to help you stay organized. For more information, see our deposit account agreement. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now... Here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three Ps, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced Profit First strategies, and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. We're going to start this episode with a quote from Warren Buffett, the Oracle of Omaha. And that quote is, an idiot with a plan can beat a genius without a plan. Let me repeat that. An idiot with a plan can beat a genius without a plan. So for all you geniuses out there who don't have a plan, this episode is going to get you on the track to having a plan because it's so important that, number one, you have a plan, but that plan really directs intention. And you have to have intention if you're going to produce results. So, you know, I just, I find so often when I talk to other business owners and I ask, well, why is the price like that? I don't know. Well, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you think your sales are going to be this year? I don't know. They're smart people. They're geniuses in, in a lot of ways, but they don't have a plan. And that's really where the problems start to fester Because when you don't have a plan, you really are just wandering. You don't have direction. You don't have a a clear path to follow. Um, So it is important to have a plan. 
And we're going to talk about starting with, you know, what is your plan for your life? And, um, you know, what is your plan for your family, for your personal time? Then, of course, what is your plan for your business? And then it gets down to what is your plan for the day? So when it comes to planning, you need to have plans for your life, for your family and personal, for your business and for your day. So um, let's talk about having a plan for life. Now, it is, again, important to have intention, to know what you want, to know where you want to be in a year from now, five years from now, just in general, when it comes to your life and what you're living and what that looks like. And for me, my plan in making that intention starts with uh, the Miracle Morning. We've talked about this on the podcast. Um, I will include a reference to that episode in the visual recap. But uh, in the Miracle Morning, you really kind of have intention. That's when I look at my vision board. It's literally a, a, a piece of paper where I've got pictures, multiple pieces of paper and such. But, but it gives me a plan for my life and it gives me a vision for my life and it gives me intention of what I want. And, you know, I'll just share some things with you on that. You know, gosh, I don't even know how many years ago it was, but many, many moons ago, you know, when my children were younger and we lived in like North Orange County and on my intention and, and on my plan for the family um, and my life, I had a picture of a beach house, and I also had a picture of the logo of a private Catholic high school that uh, I wanted my children to go to. Well, fast forward, um, my son is a freshman at a private Catholic high school, and we live at the beach. Um, And, you know, I don't think that we would be where we are today if I hadn't had put that intention out there. And, you know, said, okay, this is our plan. This is what we're going to do. We're going to get there. Um, Now, I'll tell you this. Some things changed in the plan. That that original logo of that Catholic high school (laughs) is not the Catholic high school he goes to. He goes to a different Catholic high school, but it all works out for the best. We, We kept the intention. We may have deviated from the exact plan. He goes to a different Catholic high school. And the beach house... um, is not on the sand, but we have amazing ocean views. So boom, I'll take that. Uh, We live at the beach. So you've got to start with having a plan for your life, knowing where you're going, what you're doing, because that's what's going to keep you going. And, you know, when you have days like my poor husband had yesterday, he came home um, a little frustrated with the team. Uh, We kind of see this and maybe you see this. I mean, we're recording this a few days before the Easter holiday, and we gave our team, we announced actually yesterday that we were giving the team um, Good Friday off. And so it was almost like mentally, maybe on um, a Tuesday, they were starting to kind of think, okay, it's it's the weekend, or we're almost there. And, uh, and so he was a little bit frustrated with that. But um, the point being is that when you have frustrating days like that with your employees, even when you have five-star employees, You have to remember that this is what it will take, you owning this business, you owning the financials of your business for you to get where you want to go in your plan for life and with intention. So 
you know, when when things are hard, when when the risk seems like it might not be worth it, this is where that whole your plan for life and you know, obviously your business rolls up into that plan for life. And so that business helps you drive that intention and where you want to go in your life forward. And, you know, it's good to have a plan for your family. I mean, obviously I talked about, you know, where my, where my son is going to high school and such, but you know, there's other things that you can do and plan for your family, you know, whether it's sports involvement, whether it's vacations. I mean, COVID's over and um, it's time to, you know, kind of get back to setting out a plan for your family. And again, what what is the intention and what do you want? Um, And make that happen. Is it that you want to plan to go on, um, you know, a fabulous four-week vacation to Europe uh, next summer or this summer? But having a plan for that now is, again, going to keep you going forward and with intention, because this is your why. This is what you're doing it for. All right, now we're going to get into uh, the real meaty stuff, and that is the plan for your business. All right, so um, you know when we talk about having a plan for your business, it starts very basically with the year that you're in. All right. And we're already in Q2 of 2022. And hopefully you are knocking it out and you already have a plan. And this is just a little bit of a refresher. But it's really important that every year you set a plan. Like this is what we're going to do this year. You have intention going into the year what you're going to do. And you have intention understanding what you need to do each quarter going into each quarter that then leads up to the four quarters making your business plan. But you know what? That plan for your business really kind of needs to be broken down into by the week and by the day. So depending upon what you want to do in sales, it's important that you have the understanding of what it will take in terms of months, weeks, and days of sales at what sales price to hit your sales plan goal. And, you know, it's okay if you don't meet or exceed that goal, because hopefully this plan and this goal for your sales is um, a bit of a stretch. It's going to challenge you, and it's, it's going to make you have to work for it. But you should come close, all right? I'm okay. Like again, you know, if you hit 100%, I don't think you had much of a stretch goal there. So you want to be within, I would say, 80, 85% of that goal. That would be, in my opinion, considered success because you're already pushing yourself to to that point. And, you know, what I love, I do uh, work with preschools um, and consult with them. And what's cool about that business is, there's like a a cap to it. Like there's a perfect financial model and that financial model is based off of the license capacity. So if the state gives you a license capacity of 100, you can't have 110 kids on your campus because then you would be out of compliance with licensing and you don't want to do that. So, So you know how many that you can have And then your plan is to fill all of those spots and then have a pipeline 
behind it so that when someone moves or someone graduates or someone leaves for whatever reason, you have something to fill in that pipeline. Preschools are interesting too. Some some preschools, um, depending upon where they're located, have a bit of seasonality to it, meaning um, some families, you know, send their kid to school during like the traditional school year, September through May, and then they take the summer off. And so you can augment things um, to, to keep it up, but but you don't have that sort of max capacity that you do during the school year. So, you know, what I recommend to clients is setting the percent goal and determining where they want to be um, because uh, you're not going to be 100% at the summer. So it's it's okay if for seasonality purposes, et cetera, the plan gets adjusted, that's fine. But, you know, just like in Profit First, when you are implementing Profit First, you create your rollout plan. You start with your instant assessment and we look at, you know, where you were for your financials last the year prior in terms of your allocation percentages to profit, owner's pay, tax, and operating expenses. And again, most of the time, it's all going to operating expenses, and that's okay. But we, we know where we want to go, and that is we want to hit your target allocation percentages, but we're not going to get there overnight, and we're not going to get there in two quarters. We're going to get there in six to eight quarters. And so you're going to adjust and and make a plan for where your allocations will be for each quarter as you work quarter over quarter to get to your target allocation percentages. And the same thing with your business. You know, your planning should start with where do you want to be at the end of the year? Where what do your quarters need to look like to get to that year end? And then what do your weeks need to look like? What do your days need to look like? And then you could even like break it down further in terms of like who is contributing to producing the sales in your organization. Do you have three salespeople? Do those people have individual sales plans? And are you holding those people accountable to achieving those sales plans? And are you holding yourself accountable? to achieving whatever you're contributing to the sales of the company. And um, we do have um, a worksheet um, in the visual recap that will walk you through how to, you know, it's very simple math, super, super simple math. This is also part of the reverse engineering spreadsheet. So if you want to get a little bit more sophisticated, then you can do the reverse engineering spreadsheet And we will have a reference to that episode in the visual recap as well. But this is how you make it happen. And this is the plan that you need for your business. All right, then what does it really take? It really takes showing up every day and working on the plan. And to do that is requires you to have a plan for your day. And um, I felt compelled to have this as the topic for today because I got to be honest, you know, my my plan for my day starts at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, 3.30 in the morning. And because that is like my sacred time, that is my time. My husband is usually awake, but everyone else is, is asleep. 
So I just get at it and I work through what that involves. And so, you know, today's a Wednesday. So it starts with the miracle morning. And then um, I went to um, Orange Theory Fitness. And I have to say, a candidate, and I talk about this, um, a candidate that uh, we are in the process of recruiting texted me this morning. They're in a t- different time zone, and I knew that they were on their way to their job. And they were like, "Hey, can we can we talk this morning and stuff?" And I was like, "Of course, you know, I, I'm just I just left the gym, so give me a call." And I took that call, but I have to say, it kind of then like got me off my plan, unfortunately. But it was important, and I did take the call. But it, it proves the point that it's really important to have a plan and intention because let me tell you this, it, it kind of screwed me up because it took me away from what the next thing was on my plan for the day. Um, and things will happen, but it, then at least I have a plan and I'm back on it. And I'm trying to like mitigate the disruption that happened, even though it was a good disruption. She's wants to, she wanted to put in her notice today and just wanted to confirm everything with me on that. So woohoo. But um, it did throw me off and it was like a, it was a 10 minute conversation, but then it required me to do a couple of other things to follow up with her on some stuff. Uh, very thankful for it. But again, more thankful that I had a plan and I could get back to it and understand where I would need to adjust for the day. And thankfully I had a backup too, because um, what I had to give up was my daily sprint. So at 6 a.m. Monday through Fridays, I lead and my team leads daily sprints with our members in our all-in company. And um, what that is, is that is one hour to work on your business. Um, When we are working through cohorts, we uh, like our recruitment cohort or an onboarding cohort with our members, you know, we'll give them sort of ideas of what they should be doing and working on in the sprint. But we've talked about sprints before. And they're really great because you give yourself, you know, approximately 27, 26 minutes in the first half of the hour to, you know, get something done. And it's important to know like what your result is that you want. We run five day and 10 day sprints. So, you know, what is the result that you want in five days? So then you kind of reverse engineer it from there. And this is what you need to do on Monday and where you need to be at the end of the sprint on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then if it's a 10-day sprint, that's for like a bigger type, more involved project and such. Um, but again, we're not just showing up and sprinting. We have an intention on what we need to accomplish and how that's going to help us meet the ultimate result that we want at the end of the five or 10-day sprint. So unfortunately, I was not able to make my sprint But uh, thankfully, uh, someone else in our organization was leading it this morning and such. But, you know, that kind of like, I love my sprints. So to miss that was 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 probably just, again, got out of my routine, but so thankful that I have a routine. So that is from um, six to uh, to seven from seven to seven thirty. It is a quick shower and a quick get ready And then um, from 7.30 to 8, it is uh, making my daughter lunch and getting her off to school um, because my son has left at oh dark 30, so he's already gone. And then at 8.03 a.m. is our 
daily huddle um, with one of our teams. And then I have um, just some cushion in after that daily huddle. If anyone needs to ask me questions, talk to me further, kind of work through some stuff. Um, so that's a little bit of, of, of like my availability and free time when if someone needs me, um, they can have me. And then I have another team daily huddle at 10 minutes to nine. Then then that wraps up at nine o'clock. Then at nine o'clock, I um, have sort of block on my calendar what I'm going to be doing. So on Monday, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, that nine to 9.30 block is for Supply Patriot, our construction material supply business. So I come off of that 8.50 daily huddle, and then that's like my availability time to that Supply Patriot team. And what's really good about that is it it requires our team members to be really organized because you know they need to come to me at a designated time and I'll give them the time, but they're not pinging me throughout the day. They're not just haphazardly throwing things around and and distracting me. It's very intentional of that time. And then um, on Wednesdays, uh, regardless of the business, I'm doing allocations and payroll from 9 to 9.30. Then um, I've got a lot of blank spots in my calendar from basically... 9.30 until 12.30. Um, so 9.30 to 12.30, I have a lot of blank spots um, with the exception of uh, prepping for the podcast and recording the podcast on Wednesdays. Um, but those those blank spots are where I fill in um, with meetings and really try to get those, you know, kind of happening at those times. But also making sure that I am, what I'm doing during that time is revenue producing, and really contributing to our sales plan and making the results that we need to make happen. Then uh, I do take a lunch and then we have live programming at uh, one o'clock with our members in the all-in company. And um, then that's from one to two. And from two to 2.30, we are debriefing as a team. And then at 2.30, I'm kind of just... um, catching up on, you know, the emails that have happened during the day um, and what's queued up for me to work on. And then um, at three o'clock, it is time to depart the office and retrieve my daughter from school. So, um, but what I do, I I, I just want to point out when I talked about those revenue generating activities, I challenge myself to have four revenue generating activities per day. And, you know, not everything I do is going to produce revenue just because I do it. But, you know, sometimes it just, it takes doing something that will lead to um, the realization of revenue. So um, an example of of a revenue generating activity that might be a meeting on my calendar would be, um, you know, someone that's wanting to hire uh, me as a keynote speaker or to run a profit first workshop um, at, uh, at at one of their big conventions or whatever, that would be a revenue generating activity um, because it will lead to a contract for 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 speaking and um, and hosting workshops and such. So that um, is obviously a day in my life um, or a week in my life, but uh, but it's just it's really important to to have a plan 
have a plan for your life, have a plan for your family, have a plan for your business, and have a plan for your day. And um, that, my friends, is um, a wrap on this episode. And you know, remember, Warren Buffett, an idiot with a plan can beat a genius without a plan. You cannot live without a plan. So, you know, challenge yourself to check out the visual recap. Go to ProfitFirstNation.com and click on resources where you can access today's visual recap and uh, the worksheets and things that we talked about. I'll also have a, a sample of, um, of what my week looks like. And uh, if you would like to work with a certified Profit First professional bookkeeper, accountant, or coach, then go to ProfitFirstNation.com and click on contact where you can connect with one of my fellow certified Profit First professional peeps. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friend. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.